silence near the cemetery paid little attention to the blast of thunder and the flash of lightning. But from the blast arose the moving figure of the dead old man. Hey guys, it's Tom Laurie again. Uh, the song that I uh, picked is Days by The Kinks, uh, originally done in 1966 as a single, and uh, then they added it on the Village Green a little later. But um, I like the Elvis Costello version of this. Uh, Elvis did it on the End of the World, until the End of the World soundtrack, the movie by Wim Wenders, and it's also on his Kojak variety. Uh, the reason I love this song is it talks about remembering the people, no matter how long you got them in your life, and how they uh, they just brought joy to you. And uh, the, the line that really strikes me is, uh, I bless the light that shines upon you, or something like that. This is a good song to play in that awkward silence when... Uh, Somebody asked at my eulogy, hey, do you have anything good to say about Tom? So, play it then. Anyway, enjoy. Days where you can't see wrong from right You took my life And then I knew that very soon you'd leave me But it's alright now I'm not frightened of this world, believe me I wish today could be tomorrow The night is dark, it just brings sorrow Let it wait Thank you for the day Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elbow. And how you doing, Barry? Me and Barry, me and Barry we haven't seen each other in a, in a while. Quite a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Doing this remotely. Yeah, um, well, it's my 30th wedding anniversary today, so we... Um, oh, happy we, anniversary. Yep, we were going yes. to um, do our sort of celebration tomorrow. And then the place where we buy our stone crabs from called and said, your stone crabs are ready. And my wife said, that we're supposed to do it tomorrow. And they were like, nope, uh-huh. they're ready today. And like, okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll be doing it today. But it was great. We had some stone crabs, some sushi, hey. and she made an apple crisp, and it was delicious. So we're good. Uh, 30, awesome. 30 years. Yeah. You know. 
Okay. That's pretty amazing. It is amazing. Um, I just wolfed, yeah. I, I just wolfed down a couple of uh, Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. So uh. there you go. Your blood sugar is going to go up, and then it's going to plummet. I time. I know. I think I timed it good for the episode. Um, all right. So before we dive in, uh, we have uh, new patrons. Man, uh, a patron. We really appreciate you guys uh, becoming patrons of the show. We'd like to welcome to the Patreon family, uh, David Head. Yep. Tim Heinley, who was just a recent guest, Mr. He was. Tim Heinley, and the uh, the mysteriously named Barry P. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we have another. We have a Barry uh, um, with just the initial P, uh, and then Abel Halpern uh, is the new our newest patron, and then we have a couple of new dollar ones, which are we really appreciate you guys as well. You don't get the the shout out, but you we get still a, you get a personalized really thank you on the uh, you know yes, every, everybody point. gets a, a little. Thank you on uh, Patreon message. Everyone does, and everyone gets the newsletter uh, when they come out, and also everyone gets to participate in our uh, Patreon uh, episodes, which probably, but when this comes out, either the newest one that yeah, music got I, I'm working, I'm working on it. I got another. I, out, yeah, I saw you. You got a last minute. Uh, I did. Well, and we're going to work it in there. It's fine. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So enough of this chit chat. We have a special guest, a returning guest. We do. And let's and let's welcome uh, Miss Camila Riso back to the show. Welcome, Camila. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? We're I doing horrible. I know you guys are doing horrible, but I hope the listeners are going to enjoy this episode. I think they will. Think, yeah, I think they will too. And I would just say, uh, Camila brings you know brings us out of our comfort zone because she well she she brought us some the hardcore records which are great you know which obviously we we. We loved, but then um, reggae. We did a reggae record, which we weren't as familiar with, and now, That's right. now we're going into new. And, and Barry, I'm just going to go on record as saying, me and you are probably going to sound as white. As I'm not going to. You know what? I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and let Camila provide all of the um, <laughs> the context just, for this, so that we don't seem like. No matter what, we're just going to, you know, our whiteness is going to shine through. Because yeah. what is the record? What did you bring to the table this time, Camila? Uh, this is a hip hop album. It's one of my personal favorites. I think it's one of the seminal hip hop albums, and it's paid in full by Eric B and Rakim. Oh yeah, yes. Which and, tells and you I, last in last week's episode or the last episode where we talked about the upcoming record, I did not realize his name was pronounced Rakim. So I said Rakim, and then I after it's almost immediately thereafter, I started looking. It was like, oh, I said it wrong. So, oh, it is Rakim. All right, I just said till now I thought it was Rakim. And obviously, Barry, you had you had heard it. Like I, I, I had heard of them, of course. Of course. Um, but uh, in in doing research on it this week, I realized, yeah, this uh, this is one of the. This is one of the. You know, I was just saying uh, <laughs> that. Um, yeah, in, in doing research, uh, this this is one of the records. I mean, it's just name checked by so many uh, rappers and hip hop people that came afterwards as being a seminal uh record for them uh just you know and it's dare i use the word iconic oh yeah for sure yeah Yeah, and comparing it barry you could compare it i guess to like a velvet underground and nico uh, the first ramones record but it had for sure that effect uh yeah just reading uh it's been sampled by this album has been sampled by other artists including like Lil Wayne, Tupac, Wu Tang Clan, Eminem, yeah. Jay Z, Aaliyah. I mean, the list goes on. Um, well, on and on and on and on and on and on. And it's funny because 
I remember when I when I talked to you about this initially, you said, wow, I, you know, I'm really not familiar with this. I don't think I've ever really heard anything by them. And I want to say that you absolutely have, but you just didn't know because right. their, music did, for sure. featured, their, their music has been featured in movies, TV shows, video games, like... There, there were uh, in the series Ballers, Fresh Off the Boat, Limitless, How to Make oh, It in America, okay. Okay. in Ozark, The Lincoln Lawyer, The After Party, oh, okay. Everybody Hates Chris. I mean, so many, so many different uh, shows, video games. Yeah. Right. It's, it's it's, it's super. And super so hit impressive. us with, tell us why when this record hit, what was it about this record that sort of, that propelled it beyond samples and a, and a, and a, a DJ and a rapper? Just uh, uh, what is it about this recording that put it in a completely different league than the things that had gone before? Well, I think that to begin with, we have to kind of get a little bit of a fundamentals of hip-hop okay so uh let me break it down a little bit for you guys this is just this is very very basic and it shows you how, how we got to this record at least okay okay so there's five elements of hip-hop and i'm going to give them to you in no particular order okay okay there's a um, Urban stylized lettering. A oh, lot of people oh, call it oh, yeah. graffiti. Okay. So you know, there's the there's the tagging and the throw ups, and then there's the complex pieces and different murals. Okay. Then there's the dance element, which yep. is uh, b boying and b girling, and really, you know, within that falls the the popping and locking and the top rocking. And animation and ground moves, slides, freestyling, dance battling. A lot of people call this break dancing, and it's kind of uh, interesting that in 2024 it's making its debut in the Olympics. Right. And it's um, pretty controversial, actually, because is it, you know, how is it going to be judged? Yeah. Because there's so much, <laughs> there's so much more to it. You know, right, right. are we are they going to be looking at the gymnastics elements of it? But there's so much more to it. There's there's the power moves, but there's different finesse. I mean, that's that's a whole nother thing and a whole nother can of worms. Anyway, Which, that's, and they're that's not gonna, and they're they're not going to ask your opinion nor mine before they do it. So no, 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 no. <laughs> but we'll but we'll we'll happily watch it on TV. Yes, exactly. Then there's um, the DJing or the mixing and scratching. Then there's uh, MCing, which is toasting, right. rapping, beatboxing. And then ultimately the fifth would be knowledge of the hip hop culture and just uh, having fun and acknowledging the pioneers and its origins in the Caribbean and how it was really just, it just blossomed um, initially in New York and under the influence of uh, people from the Caribbean, mm -hmm. Puerto Ricans, yeah. Blacks, right. Dominicans, different so, uh, Hispanics. So none, so none of those things 
resonated obviously with the with young men like me and Barry. None of those things were in our, you know, that, that was just a, not in our, um, yeah, uh, a, you know, circle of what we did. We were we were into we were we were getting into music. We were getting into rock music, so we were into uh, a guitar, bass, drums, that. Right. So nervous, sure. but but this is something that was uh, so important and so iconic for so many people and it's just something that obviously you know it, it's a different genre but it, it, it's easy for someone I guess who doesn't know usually people don't understand something so they uh, dismiss it out of turn right. and you could dismiss it as saying oh these are just guy guy playing you know stealing little bits of the, and some guy talking over it but obviously there's there's such an artistry to it and there's so and 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 you separate the you know the cream from that and this is obviously just in as a casual listener barry i'm sure you got the same thing when you dug in and listened to this you're like yeah. oh, okay it's I get non-stop it. the real you could tell it's I mean, the real deal this the, i mean this is initially really it's the it's the music of immigrants Right. I mean, a lot of this, its basis starts in the Caribbean with soca and salsa and in Jamaica in the 1960s, where you have um, Jamaican reggae dub producers like King Tubby and Lee Scratch Perry, which right. Lee Scratch Perry is actually the last concert. I saw before uh, COVID shut mm. everything down. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah, that's right. I, th- I think you mentioned that on our on our last episode. We did that. That was yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know they're, they're they're interesting because they used uh, pre-recorded samples and they made um, what they called rhythm tracks. Right. And then they had a uh, DJ which improvise lyrics over this yeah toasting yeah right. and, that, right. and, then, and then that was called toasting yeah right and then the dj who who uh selects all these things is called the selector so it's 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 kind of uh interesting how everything uh morphs and now it comes from ska and when you think of the second wave of ska right there's a band called the toasters yeah. and then there's a band from the uk called the selector that's right so, oh yeah uh, everything uh melds together okay so what i wanted to ask was so by 1987 this record comes out in 1987 hip-hop has been around for a few years already so 87 it's not brand it's not brand new anymore it's it's not brand new right because already in you know the this music was the uh dub style music was brought over to the U.S. in the 60s. And in the 70s, you have Clive Campbell, who's um, DJ Cool Herc. He's a Jamaican mm-hmm. who uh, emigrates to New York. And he is spinning music over two turntables. And there's people getting up there. And they're toasting or rapping okay. or soul yeah. popping, right. whatever you want, you want to call it, in the 70s. Right, right. right. And, and, and he's basically taking two turntables and he's uh, making playing. a continuous beat by by playing the, the, right, the section he, he wants and then he pulls the other one then he fades it over and pulls the other one down and it's a very yeah. it's well, a very not, physical not even, not even not even then because he back then what he had was two record two of the same records right exactly yeah that's what mm-hmm. I mean so he's playing on right. one is playing and while one is playing he's backing the other one up to the same spot so that and then he'll fade it over and so you have a seamless loop of things going on 
That, yeah, and uh, it's amazing. If you watch someone who's really good at it, do it. It's like it's mind blowing. It is. It's mind blowing. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible. If you watch any of the um, DJ battles. Um, yeah. Put on by uh, DM- DMC. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll have like the total old school battles where it's just vinyl and two records. Yeah. Vinyl and records, and it's it's incredibly impressive. I mean, obviously, not most most of the DJ battles are not like that, but when you see somebody who can do it really well, yeah, it's incredibly impressive. Just so. The, the scratching and the mixing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the cutting yeah. and the techniques that were developed it's uh it's 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 interesting i mean there's so much artistry and creativity there yeah there is and this guy all right so eric uh, eric b is eric a uh, barrier right and he was uh, uh from uh, from my old stomping ground from queens new york right. and he was a musician he, he played trumpet and he played drums right. uh in high school but then he switched uh to experimenting with the turntables and everything so uh, that's the thing that people got to realize that they're using different methods to make music but it doesn't it's not any less than a you know than a teenage kid getting a, a guitar and becoming a master at his instrument right eric barrier uh, eric b obviously became a master of his instruments which was the uh the turntables and djing and then he gets uh he hooks up with this guy uh mc rakim who is uh william michael griffin jr and this guy, the one thing I, I, I notice is that I, I know when you read about hip hop, you talk, uh, they have flow, you know, that they have good flow and he's got flow, right? He's yeah. got an amazing flow. I mean, when, when you look up the word flow, his picture is right there. I, yeah, I yeah. think <laughs> he rapped, especially for back then, completely differently than everybody else he had just such a uh smooth laid back demeanor when he right right still but still i almost feel like he he was almost detached when he was speaking and i think he has an interesting way that he he enunciates every single syllable, so you understand exactly every word that is coming right. out of his mouth. You and, can and hear fact, it. And the fact that him doing it a little understated and everything makes you even pay attention to it a little more and like really listen to it more because he's not screaming it at you. It's just flowing no. out of him, and you pay attention to it. So yeah, were right. you? So he's, not, we, he's not. He's not screaming at all. He's. Right. Uh, He's not cursing. He's just being extremely. Um, uh, what, what can I say? He's. Uh, he, focused, he's very purposeful. And he's very purposeful. purposeful. And he, and yeah. Yeah. So now, Camila, were you already into hip hop? This is '87. This came out. Were you? Were you a fan yes. of hip hop already? Oh, you were. Okay. Yes. Totally, I was. And um, yeah, and and there's throughout, and like Barry, I was wondering, uh, did you recognize like in read? You could read about what samples are lifted, and I'm imagining because a lot of it's from uh, James Brown, James Brown band. So I'm thinking you may. Uh, I recognize some stuff, and then of course there's um there's a site where you can who sampled who or who's and you can yes. go and it'll give yes. you the um. So I dug up the the samples from um paid in full, the track paid in full, and right. uh. It's um, you know, they, these guys had they good record stores, pick pick stuff up, you know, listen to stuff and find all the the juiciest bits 
that could be looped. Well, I think I think that that is where Eric B's genius comes in because I think he was the master at picking up all the juicy parts from all these different artists. Yeah, yeah. Now I, some I, of I, this, I though, go ahead. I, I don't necessarily think that he is the most amazing DJ, but I think what he chooses and how he puts it together is what really makes it. And then on top of it all, you have the driving voice of Rakim. Right, which you could even... He has the same way of um, presenting his message. It reminds me of... And they I would not imagine they would have heard Fela, but the way Fela... Susan, my wife, always said, when Fela is singing, it's like he's poking you in the chest, right in the middle of the chest. And he's... <laughs> And he's he's getting your attention, and he's he's going to get his message across, and you're going to pay attention, and that's the feel you get from this is um, uh, that lucidity and that uh, purposeful control of the message. Right, yep. and then there's there's no distractions because it's just rock him. Right, exactly. Nothing. Right, else. it's a else. it's a minimalist presentation I mean some of it is frankly is a kind almost like a kind of industrial music um, because of the minimalism well, I was thinking that or uh, motoric a, a little like yeah uh, it's motoric, just, right, it doesn't yeah. um, you know it's just a, a very simple force that is uh, um, behind all this so everything has to be care- very carefully chosen because you don't have a great deal of ornamentation to you know, add to things or to sweeten things or to uh, uh, color things. Basically, you've got two turntables and a microphone, I think, as the back tune goes. Um, right, 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 right. Um, yeah, all right. So let's get, in, let's get into it. Let's, let's get the first track. And uh, when, uh, when Eric B. and Rakim performed on Soul Train in 1987, the host Don Cornelius said to Rakim, <laughs> You don't smile. He said to him, you don't smile much. And immediately Rakim established himself. Uh, He said, uh, he replied, I ain't no joke. Ah, right. Which is the opening track. Of course. Let's do it. I used to let the mic smoke, now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on, cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music, maybe it's a habit, I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hook a beat up, convert it into hip-hop form. Write a rhyme in graffiti and every show you see me in deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild, if you wanna be tame, I treat you like a child then you're gonna be named another enemy not even a friend of me cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my rhyme with yours I wake you up and as I stare in your face you seem stunned remember me the one you got your idea from but soon you start to suffer the tuna get rougher when you start to stutter that's when you had enough of fighting it'll make you choke you can't provoke you can't cope you should have broke because I ain't no joke joke Serious as cancer. Who can keep the average? 
is dancer Hyper as a heart attack Nobody's smiling Cause you're expressing The rhyme that I'm styling This is what we all sit down to write You can't make it So you take it home Break it and bite Use pieces and bits Of all my hip hop hits Get the style down Packed in It's time So man the words The words just pour out And you can't catch your breath From one couplet to the next And it's like being uh, uh, Pummeled by a fighter Yeah you know? it, it, That's a bo- The boxing analogy Works very well yeah. And of course it has the There is the element of hip hop Of establishing dominance Of your style and your And how you are superior To the other performers And right. so that appears um, Remember me, the one you got your idea from And that's the line that sticks um, Yeah, 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 right <laughs> Well, you know, I think it's um very, 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 uh, he is the ultimate narcissist because Rakim raps about rapping, yes. rapping about himself. Yes, meta. It's very meta. Nobody else, nobody else can touch him. Nobody else is good enough. And he backs it up. Exactly. And I, I mean, exactly. I, I, I love the line, I've got a question as serious as cancer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's genius. Yeah. yeah. He's dead. And the thing is, it makes it, you would think like someone just bragging about how good they are would come across as like a joke, but he's dead serious. And like you said, he's, he backs it up. <laughs> he's dead serious. I mean, he, he, he says... I hold the microphone like a grudge. Yeah. I'll, I'll hold the record so the needle don't budge. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. No, nobody says that. And the thing is, like, very few people can say that type of thing and right. back it up. And, and we're talking about 1987. This is a record that's 33 years old. Yeah. Wow, yeah. And it's just... It, it just sounds so good. And... We're talking also about the golden era of hip hop where you could just sample without yeah. any kind of issues. Oh yeah, right. Like at least all, yeah, at least for a short period of time that was yeah. I think the Beastie Boys were the first one that attracted the the attention of the uh once you sample No, actually actually that was um uh Bismarck Key. There's a there's a landmark case called Grand Upright Music LTD versus Warner Brothers Records oh. Inc. Okay. Where Gilbert O'Sullivan sues Bismarcky because he <laughs> oh, sampled yeah, right. alone again naturally. That's, and that's then right. essentially the whole thing of, of the court says basically you gotta pay to sample people. And right. sampling sampling now is incredibly expensive because not only do you need to get um, permission to legally use a sample from the existing recording you have to get the license for the uh, mastering recording and for the underlying composition right right publishing and everything yeah yeah I mean otherwise you've got copyright issues and uh it's a whole thing. You're in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> One of the most famous um, sampling um, lawsuits was, of course, not in hip hop, but it was a pre-cleared sample uh, from the symphonic hits of the Rolling Stones by Andrew Lug Oldham, and uh, it was a little clip of the song "The Last Time," which was uh, 
cleared by um, the Verve to use in Bittersweet Symphony, and then they released the song, and it became a huge hit. And the Rolling Stones attorney um, sued them and said they used it too too much. And oi, so, oi, what's that there? <laughs> and they they were the the, the the Rolling Stones received one hundred percent of the publishing royalties of Bittersweet Symphony from right. from the time the song you know was a hit until last year when they finally turned it loose and gave the <laughs> right. publishing gave back to uh, the Verve. They threw him a bone. You know what's a, a, a funny kind of a, of a thing regarding uh, sampling or sounding like uh, oneself is that uh, John Fogarty was sued. Oh, he he right. won one record label. Yeah. And then he moved to an- another record label and he had the song The Old Man is Down the, down road. the road on yeah. one record label and then Run Through the Jungle uh, right. on the other record was label on fantasy, and then they tried to right. sue each other. Yeah, the right. fantasy yeah. fantasy records. Big, uh, yeah. Stealing by it from yourself. Big, <laughs> it was, right. It was a big deal and it was like, okay, you, you can't uh, you, you can't be sued for sounding like yourself. Right. Exactly. That was right. holding from that. It yeah. was a uh, it's so many different things in the record industry, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. There's always right. somebody. Somebody's gonna um, try to take a bite of your apple for sure. There you go. All right. So now we get a, a, a instrumental, a wicked instrumental that's highlighting Eric B's uh, DJ skills. I would say with uh, some samples from the Jackson Five and ZZ Hill. Let's listen to a little bit of Eric B is on the cut. What made you go out like when you were you said you were already a fan but did you did you read about this or did you hear it somewhere what made you go out and get no, this b- record believe it or not i walked into y&t late one night and tony udell was playing paid in full um the extended version or the mixed version of right. it which i don't know if you guys have, have heard that that's where gosh it's got so many samples it's it, there's one version that uh, samples 25. It's got 25 different samples from different artists, and oh, wow. he happened to be playing it. And I was just blown away. And and I I heard that, and I said I ha- I have to hear more from Eric B and Rakim. Hmm. And so that's that's nice. what turned me on. 
Ah, uh, see, that's great. That's a great story. Going into a record store and getting turned on by uh, what they're playing in there. That's like, you know, that's that's never going to end. I think that still goes on today. Well, if people, I guess, if they're, they wear a mask when you walk into the store. <laughs> right. You can still do it. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we get uh, another uh, a tune that's got some samples of a, uh, a bunch of different things. And it's kind of ironic because it's called my melody. And there's not really, you wouldn't say there's a, ton of melody going on here but i think it's kind of i think they're kind of using the melody as like it's called my melody because he's saying this is uh, this is my melody like this this well I, I, I and what i'm doing is, is mine i i think this is what the in this song i think this is the style of rapping that rakim really preferred and it's and it's very smooth i think yeah i mean yes. and there's 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 a line in it that is also iconic where he says, I take seven MCs and put them in a line. And that's just wow. And that that right there has been sampled by so many people. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, yeah, and go, it, ahead, go ahead and uh, play the track. It's really good. Right. Hand out a cigar I'm letting knowledge be born And my name's the R A.K.I. am not like the rest of them I'm not on the list That's what I'm saying I drop lines like a scientist My melody's in the cold The very next episode Has the mic off and distorting Ready to explode I keep the mic at Fahrenheit Freedom seeds and make them polar The listener's system is kicking like solar As I memorize, advertise like a poet Keep you going when the flow is smooth enough You know it's rough That's why the mural on my story I tell a B Nobody beats the Oh, check out my melody. So what am I, microphone fiend, addicted soon as I seem One of these form C's so they don't have to scream I couldn't wait to take the mic, blow into it to test it Let my melody play, then a record suggested I'm dropping bars, but I say peace and calm Any MC that disagree with me, wave your arm And I'll break when I'm through break and I'll leave you broke Drop the mic when I'm finished and watch it smoke So stand back, you wanna rap all the back and wait I won't push, I won't beat around the bush I wanna break up on those who are not supposed to You might try but you can't get close to Because I'm number one, competition is none I measure with the heat that's made by sun Whether playing ball or bobbing in the hall Or just writing my name in graffiti on the wall They shouldn't have told me You said you control me So now a contest is what you owe me Pull out your money, pull out your cut Pull up a chair my name is Rockin' My Law, and I'm a agent for Raw, switch it around. Now, I don't know about you, I can't fit, we're, we're all apart, separate, but this is, like, I've been listening to a lot of this in my car this week, and, and your head, you can't help, your head just does that, uh, uh, a bobbin, like you, yeah, you really yeah, right, with it, right, right. And, and dancing, and I think, I think it's, uh, very interesting that this song is the B-side to the first single, which was, uh, Eric B is president. <laughs> yes, and actually, I read. Well, I actually read that it was the first song uh, they ever made. According to Rakim, this is the, the first one like they ever did together when they first got together. So I guess uh, that's got some meaning there. And now, um, and now we got an, uh, one. I really like this one, and it's got a cool James Brown. Uh, 
sample from uh, Bobby Bird, uh, who was James Brown's right-hand man. Um, he had a he had a song in 1971 called "I Know You Got Soul," and this is called "I Know You Got Soul." It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to. Think of how many weeks shows you slept through. Time's up. I'm sorry I kept you. Thinking of this, you keep repeating your miss. The rhyme from the microphone solo with. So you sit by the radio and on the dial soon. As you hear it, pump up the volume. Dance with the speaker till you hear it blow. Then plug in a headphone, cause here it go. It's a full letter word when it's heard to control your body to dance. So, dot text the tempo like a red alert. Reach your reflex and let it work When this is playing you can't get stuck with the steps So can say and I'ma still come up with A gift to be swift, follow the leader The rhyme will go deaf with the record that was mixed a long time ago It could be done, but only I could do it For those that could dance and clap your hands to it I start to think and then I sink into the paper Like I was in when I'm writing I'm trapped in between the line I escape when I finish the rhyme I got soul, soul, soul So I wanted to okay. on, I wanted to ask about because there's another <coughs> another rap group that, from this same era that had uh, uh, a huge impact as well and um, Public Enemy and right. I, yeah. I noticed the delivery that uh, um, um, Rakim's delivery and uh, Chuck D's delivery there's some similarities there in the um, the the forcefulness and the now Chuck D is pushing a diff, a much more political much much more political yeah, much yeah. more political. political and Chuck and, D comes and, harder I feel like he comes harder and uh, well, Rakim is smoother he's, he's Chuck D like he he has much more of a growl yeah to his to his voice but the cadence the cadence the cadence yeah delivery yeah but the cadence is I don't don't agree with you I don't agree with you there on the cadence at all and as as a matter of fact Rakim is known for uh, rhythmically switching up the cadence and creating a way for uh, creating a lot of copycats in in the rap game I mean if anything we maybe we can say that that uh that public enemy that Chuck D well, made sound question. a little bit like Rock. Well, like yeah, Rock that Kim. was my that was what I was wondering because I was looking at the times when these records came out. First public enemy record is uh, is eighty seven, and then but early eighty seven, and then um, so there is time. There's there the times are similar, but think think about it. The first the the, the single Eric B is president is released in '86. Oh, well, there you go. And then and then the entire album comes out in early '87. Okay. So oh, yeah. and, and don't sure and, and, then, right. and then think of, and then think about it. Rakim had been doing rap battles for a long time. Right. In New York. In New York. 
Yes. Yeah. And actually, and I did read that in one of their first videos, uh, Flavor Flav, uh, uh, before he was in Public Enemy, was is in one of their videos. They just saw him dancing in the street, and they thought he would look like such a character that he they put him in one yeah. of their videos. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly, he is. Yeah, definitely there. And they're great. I mean, I love Public Enemy is the one band that I got into as a rock guy. Still, I really, I, uh, Fear of a Black Planet, I, I just love that record. And, and it's so, it's so, like, original and creative. But, um, yeah, you know, this, that, this is all... This is all new ground to me, but you listen to this, and, and there's no denying. And I guess, I guess there's iconic, like, like, see, you know, Camilla, like that. Supposedly, the opening here, where he says, "It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to." I guess that's another one that's iconic, and it's been borrowed and used a lot. Um, so he just—it's not not only that. Like, I think the way that he sets a stage, like he he says, "Picture the stage is empty." Sorry, did yeah. I get I get interrupted? I had we to... lost you there. You did. You went out. Say it again. I had a call come come in that I had to. Uh, tell them you're doing a goddamn out. podcast and tell them to, to, to leave yeah, this you alone. is from the person whose okay, phone, so... phone rings during every episode. So take okay. that with a grain well, of salt. As I, was, I was as I was saying, there's there's a line in in uh, and I know you got soul that says picture picture Mike. The stage is empty. A beat like this might tempt me to pose, show my rings and my fat gold chain, grab the mic like I'm on Soul Train, but I wait because I mastered this. Let the others go first so the brothers don't miss. Hmm. I mean, right. that's right, iconic. Right. Again, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's such, it's, he's saying, here I am, I'm really good, come and try and take my crown. Right, yeah, right. Base, yes. And, and and when he says it, it's totally believable. And when Kid Rock, someone like Kid Rock says it, nah, it's uh, not so much believable. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh, that, does, that doesn't even belong I in know. this I had a, I had to throw a Kid Rock reference in. All right, uh, let's take a little break. We'll get the, uh, we'll wash the bad taste of Kid Rock out of our mouths. We're talking yeah. to Camila I'm not going to be playing any Kid Rock up underneath uh, here, so Eric, don't worry. No, please don't. Eric B. and Rakim, uh, we will be back in a minute. This is Barry Stock from That Record Got Me High, in my alter ego, Daniel, the English male voice from Mac OS. I am here to tell you about our long-suffering and now with even more suffering sponsor. That's right. Is. This. Tomorrow. Is this tomorrow. As is. This. Tomorrow. Dot. Com. Is a weekly web comic. With shadowy origins sometime in that repository of lies and bullshit we collectively refer to as the past. Woody Compton and Kelly Shane met somewhere. There. Back then. And began a weekly jape fest lampooning the characters on a fictional television channel. Called that have continued this practice for a number of decades. Are numbers real? Scientists want to know. We highly encourage you to visit isthistomorrow.com and get an eyeful of fun, which should rinse out easily with some saline solution. Happy New Year from that record got me high and is this tomorrow. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay sane. Is this tomorrow? Is this tomorrow? Well, speaking um, of, I see that uh, the the uh, hip hop community lost somebody today. Um, 
Adolfo Shabadu Quinones. Um, yes, he was. A, he was a dancer. Right. He was in Breaking and Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. He was sixty-five. Ah, yes. All right. Well, raise a glass. To, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to even attempt to say his name. But, did uh, I say it right? You probably did. Yeah, you said it right. Yeah. Um. He said it right. His death came one and day. And then we. And then since since I brought him up before, Bismar Bismarcky. He's recovering from a stroke, so oh, I, wow. I, I wish him well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to his marquee. All right, but we're talking about uh, Eric B. and Rakim. We're talking about Painful, and now we're on song number five. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of Move the Crowd. by the speaker suddenly i had this fever wasn't me or either summer madness Cause I just can't stand around So I get closer and the closer I get The better it sound My mind start to activate Bombs collaborate Cause when I heard the beat I just had to make Something from the top of my head So I fell into the groove of the wax And I said How could I move the crowd? First of all Ain't no mistakes allowed Here's the instructions Put it together It's simple ain't it? But quite clever Some of you been trying to write rhymes for years But we got dares irritate my ears Is this the best that you can make? Cause if not, and you got more, I'll wait But don't make me wait too long Cause I'ma move on the dance floor When they put something smooth on So turn up the bass It's better when it's loud Cause I like to move the crowd Move the crowd Move the crowd So he says, this is actual fact, it's not an act, it's been proven, indeed, I, and I proceed to make the crowd keep moving. <laughs> and you notice those, uh, those keyboard sounds on there are from a sampling keyboard. And they would be put to a different use uh, for during the um, music for the sitcom uh, Seinfeld. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which right. uses That's exactly the same set uh, of um, yeah. keyboard, uh, piano-based sounds sampled. Um, and it must be, there must have been some, you know, at the time, uh, um, floppy disk that you could put in a, a well, sampling it, keyboard. I mean... I mean, it's it's interesting because the song um, contains samples from Hot Pants, Hot right. Pants Road by the JBs, yep, Flight of the Newborn by Return to Forever, <laughs> right. and actually, they sample themselves. They sample Eric yes. <laughs> is president. Sure. Right, right. I love it because why would you not sample from their greatest, you know, <laughs> rap duo in history? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Why not sample yourself if you're that good? And I mean, I, I love, I love the 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 uh, line that says, "So turn up the bass. It's better when it's loud." Because I like to move the crowd. I, yeah. I love that. Yep. Um, all right, and now we get the title, the excellent title track. I love this. Probably my favorite uh, on the record. It's got a ton of, as uh, Camila said, it's got a ton of samples on it, and I just, I, I just love it, and I love how it starts with them talking. The 
accounting of, of the, the, yeah, the right? that make them, that help them yeah, get paid. That's right. How do we get paid? I think it, it shows that they're really proud of, yes. of where they come from and the people that they're working with and they're not exactly. shy about it. And, and right. Yeah, but they're not doing it. It's not like overly bragging. It's like, like you said, they're just proud of it. And they're, yeah, they're showing. But one thing I noticed, I don't know, are either of you guys a fan of The Wire? Do you have, did you ever watch The Wire? Oh, that sure, show? yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Omar, I, I, I was thinking, Omar reminds me of Rakim because even when they're talking here and he says, uh, he's, he's naming the pla- uh, the places and then he says, uh, Zakaya Fourth and Broadway is our record company. And he goes, Indeed, yeah. indeed, and yeah. Omar used to always do that. He used to go sure. indeed. That stuff so, didn't yeah. come from nowhere, you know. I'll bet, yeah, I'll bet yeah. he was a Rakim fan. All right, let's listen to a little bit of Paid in Full. Yo, Rakim, what's up? Yo, I'm doing the knowledge, E man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who we rolling with then? We rolling with Rush. Our Rush Town Management. So check this out. Since we talking over this deaf beat right here that I put together, I want to hear some of them deaf rhymes. You know what I'm saying? And together, we can get paid in full. Paid in full. Full. of a master plan this ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand so i dig into my pocket all my money spent so i could deep up still coming up with lint so i start my mission leave my residence thinking how could i get some dead presidents i need money i used to be a stick-up kid so i think of all the devious things i did i used to roll up this is a hole up ain't nothing funny stop smiling you still don't nothing move but the money but now i learn to earn cause i'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, cause man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper. Me and Eric being a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. But without no money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. So now to test to see if I got pulled. Hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full. Akim. <laughs> That's so great. It's such a great song. Yeah. So good. In so many ways. And it was a hit. I mean, like this was the this was, was the Yeah. I mean, this was definitely a hit. And the um the story is that they basically they wrote a lot of this record in the studio, that there was they had to, they were, you know, they had a limited amount of time and then they right, went right. in there and um, just did it, you know, just. Uh, yeah. And it's funny. They, they, had, they, had, they had a week to do it. Yeah. And then boom, they had to produce. And that was, and that was that. And then if it's, it's interesting because the album is called Paid in Full. Here's, here's a song. And then. When if you if you look at the cover of the album, right? Yeah, it's Eric B and Rakim, and they've got their <laughs> their uh, the jewelry and the, the big Gucci outfits, right? From from uh, I think it was uh, Dapper Dan that did those custom uh, 
jackets for all the uh, hip hop stars back right. in the day, and right. had the the big manhole medallions, and on the on the back on the back of the album is a picture of the paid in full posse, which are a bunch of their friends who uh, were gangsters and rappers and. And the back of it, of the picture, are included the original 50 Cent and Killer B and Cool G Rap and Freddie Fox. And it's it's considered, a, again, a, an iconic picture. Yeah, right. right. Again, I, I, keep, I, keep, I keep using this word a lot, but it applies in this case. It's, I'm not using it how the, how the millennials are... Gen Zers use it where like, oh, this ice cream is iconic. Yeah, I understand. Don't worry. I don't think I don't think anybody's listening. They're not listening to this show. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, this is hip hop, so they may actually listen. So yeah, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully they do. All right, so now we get we get the next track here, and again, he's just talking about what he does. He's talking about rhyming and this self-reference. As the rhyme goes on. Knowledge will begin until I finish this song. Cause the rhyme gets rougher as the rhyme goes on. You sweat as you step about to get hype. Or should you just listen to the man on the mic? You're physically in this with me, but how could you tell? If it's meant to be hip-hop, if you're not mentally as well. Ready to absorb the rhyme that I just poured into the mic. So unite and this won't be so bored. If you just keep kicking, listen to the mix and think you'll sink into the rhyme like quicksand holes and controls you till I leave you fall deeper in the style. It's hard to breathe. The only time I stop is when somebody drop and then bring them to the front because my rhyme's the oxygen. Then wave your hand when you're ready. I'll send you into your favorite dance, but let the rhyme continue and so on. And I'm going to go on simultaneously even if I stop. The rhyme remains to be rising to the top, and I came to drop it, catch it, and quiz it. It's my topic, universal rule, cause I move everybody to come by exercising your mind to coincide as one. Then look around and see how packed the party starts to get. I draw a crowd like an architect. The five boroughs react, and all the islands are track, and every state can't wait. So they attack open spot on the floor, squeeze in cause it's packed, it'll be more room if MCs play the back. I'm the R, the A to the K I am, if I wasn't then why would I say I am? The microphone fiend, if I was a fake, whoever said it's just bugging off the rhymes I make. I had to bite in your tongue from what I brung to recite. Sung it on stage, some said it don't sound like the voice on the record. I see what you mean, because the system was whack, so I had to scream. So just give me your mic if it's loud, I'll blow it. If not, into the crowd, I'll throw it. Pull out McCullough's mic to entertain your web. Okay, so one thing that jumped out at me was uh, my daughter, uh, uh, my daughter Corey, was, uh, when she was younger, she was a Eminem fan, a big and I remember uh, listening to Eminem, and that... Uh, I'm the R, the A to the K I M. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? That uh, Eminem totally lifted that for the way I am. His song, the way I am. Oh no, sure, to that. Of, totally. Of course, of course. That's yeah, yeah. that. That is definitely an homage. Yeah, to yeah, Kim. for sure. And then this has got samples of all different kind of samples, right? It got Barry White on this one. Yep. And the Beastie uh, Boys, a little Beastie Boys yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little so Beastie Boys, a little, a little bit of the Funky President by James Brown, yep. and then. The Lover's Theme by Fausto Papetti. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's going deep. 
<laughs> it is definitely going deep. And then I, I, he, I think he's so clever with the things that he says. He says uh, something. He says, I draw a crowd like an architect. The five boroughs yeah, react yeah. and all the islands attract. Yeah. And every state can't wait, so they attack off a spot on the floor. Squeeze in because it's packed. It'll be more room if MCs play the back. And then that's when he goes into his whole saying of his of his name. So yeah, right, it's, right. it's he, just he, uh, uh, paints a picture. He paints a picture with the words. Uh, and it's just great. Yeah, it's just uh, he's he's, yeah, he, he's very masterful at painting a picture with his words. Eloquent, like then, very eloquent, very very eloquent. Which is not something you would usually think hip hop and eloquent together, but yeah, obviously a lot of it is because that's that's the main that's the main thing. What are you listening to in hip hip hop? You're paying attention to the words more so than. A lot of rock, you know. Some people listen to rock music; they don't even right. they don't, don't know, know what, what the, the hell words are. Saying. Sometimes it's better right. if you don't know what the words are. Yeah, a lot of times it is. Um, all right, so now we get a uh, an instrumental, and and this next one, they say it's got a sample of ACDC, but I don't know for the life of me, I cannot hear it in it. But uh, it's kind of a cool. It's 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 a very cool, interesting song. They use the uh, the Rollins TR808 yep. drum machine, I guess, in it. Yep. Oh yeah, uh, still in use today. That. 808. <laughs> it's got that sound that you know immediately, right? Yep. Uh, let's do a little bit of Chinese arithmetic. the track that made me think this is an industrial music record like the, the some of the elements <laughs> right. of it and there's also a throwback to um one of the records i did have back in the early 80s was um herbie hancock's rocket and rocket was insanely influential um in the way that in the the textures and the rhythms of that uh album um, still appear even here I can hear just the influence of Herbie and that you know that um, the sampling keyboards and the, the, the hits and the pulses um, right, right. but they may be doing with vinyl what they're doing is sampling vinyl that was you know uh, uh, yeah. some, somebody else was recorded uh, but getting the same sort of textures that uh, um, um, in that in that that record. Right. I mean, I think out of all the songs on this album, I don't necessarily think it's the, the greatest. 
yeah, of, it's of just the song. A, yeah, it's just a, it's a kind of a throwaway. Seven yeah. other flaw, pretty flawless tracks, and you have this. It's just a very basic, uh, you know, scratching. Yep. Basically. Yeah, it's kind of show up his scratching on it, definitely, yeah. And I guess he's using the uh, Flick of the Switch by ACDC is the record he's scratching. I guess that's it. That's how oh, it's Because uh-huh. right. you don't hear it, but that's probably it. You know, he probably was using that record for it. That's the only thing. Right, which, which, you know, who would have thought to do that? Yeah, Again, right. you know, I, I, think, I think Eric B's talent lies in what he chooses. The yeah. records that he right. picks, the songs, and the little bits and pieces uh you know yeah that's all his, together uh, that's his artistry that's and that's his what forte. he does yeah. that's his forte and that's his artistry exactly. and that's why and, uh and he, does Rakim, it, and he does it really well yeah and that's why rakim thought he should be president so this next one is eric b is president make 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 him make him clap to this to show our appreciation for your support make 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 him make him clap to this thank you djs Make make a clap, make a clap to this. Make a make a clap to this. Make 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 a make a clap to this. I never let the mic magnetize me no more But it's biting me, biting me, inviting me to rhyme I can't hold it back, I'm looking for the line Taking off my coat, clearing my throat The rhyme will be kicking it till I hit my last note My mind remains to find all kind of ideas Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build But still say a rhyme after the next one Prepared, never scared, I'll just bless one And you know that I'm the solo whistle So Eric B, make him clap to this Make, make, make him, make him clap to this Make 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 a make a clap to this. Make a make a make a clap, make a clap, make a clap to this. Make a clap to this. Make 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 a make a clap to this. I don't bug out or chill or be acting ill. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Eric, be easy on the cut, no mistakes allowed. Cause to me, MC means move the crowd. I made it easy to dance to this. But can you detect what's coming next from the flex of the wrist? One of the tropes of the uh, record was no mistakes allowed. So that. Uh, yeah, 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 right. That was interesting to me. Yeah, because it shows that, that, that they take this all very seriously and yeah. that they're not just like. They're not goofing. fucking around. No. Exactly. Exactly. And allegedly and then, that go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Allegedly no, this track ahead. also features a sample by the um, the group Mountain, the hard rock group, uh, which yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know where it is. But Leslie uh, right. West, Leslie West, uh, uh, the guitarist from Mountain, just passed away this it's week. Fast, yeah. So another uh, you know another one bites the dust, right, and, unfortunately. And again, this this song is full of lines that are. So quoted by so oh. many people. Yeah. I came in the door. I came in the door. I said it before. I know, not even as a hip hop fan, I know that line because I know I've heard it so many times. Right, and then the, and then the the line because to me, MC means move the crowd. It's incredibly quoted. Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. You gotta wonder how does how does it feel? 
How does it feel for somebody to be so quoted by so many people? Well, hopefully he got oh, what? Oh, hopefully he got what? what he Barry, get? Uh, I don't know what that feels like. Trust yeah, me. But, but, you know, hopefully he got paid in full, yeah, right? He got paid in full. I think yeah. he did. Did he? You know, you I wonder. Think I think he did I all think, right. I think that he um, is successful. I know I know that Rakim is still performing. As a matter of fact, he's going to be having a concert, New Year's Eve concert um, online um, tomorrow really? night. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Look at that. Look at Rakim. He is uh, playing with um, a DJ called J Period, and they're going to be doing a lot of... Uh, New stuff and old stuff, so it should be pretty cool. So is he not? Is he not like involved with Eric B anymore? Or are they just did they no? I, 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 from each I other? think I think that they are involved uh, with each other, but again, I don't know. I just happen to know that, oh, okay. that tomorrow night, if you, if you want to tune in, you could listen to uh, Jay Period well, and Rakim do a do a do a, a feature called the live. Mixtape, the God MC edition, well, which nice. that's, well, that's one of the nicknames for for Rakim because Rakim is Rakim Allah, and right. he's known as the God MC. Ah, well, uh, I guess me and Barry can do it. No, and everyone else. By the time they hear it, it'll be over. But uh, that's, that's true. <laughs> probably on YouTube. They could probably YouTube it. It'll that's probably be true. On I'm sure yeah. it will. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. It'll probably be on YouTube, <laughs> or who knows? And but I think uh, it, I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. It's great to hear that he's still uh, he's still doing it, and uh, obviously he deserves yeah. the accolades. The last song is just you could just play it underneath, sure. really, but it's extended basically an beat. extended yeah, an extended version of uh, "Move the Crowd" uh, is the final thing. But they, it's funny because they even joked in uh, in uh, "Paid in Full" uh, towards the end about how they they were going to go to their girlfriends. Their girlfriends were going to be pissed because they were taking so long to make this right, record. right, and uh, like yes. a, a week. Yeah, right. Which they really didn't take long. Taking too long. It's so you took a week to make that record. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but I uh, mean, how, how very punk rock is that to take a it week? It is. To, to oh yeah, no, no. There's some definite overlap in the uh, DIY aspect of um, hip hop and uh, punk For rock. For sure. And uh, and I, mean, I think punk, punk rock and and hip hop are they're just siblings. Yeah. But you, yeah. Well, yeah. props to you, Camila, for being such a such an open minded young girl. You were into you were just like into everything, right? You you just love uh, you love music and all its. Uh, I just I just love music and I like all different kinds of music and I've never. I mean, I listen to music in different languages. I just what I don't really country? I don't really put any limits. What about country though? A new country? You don't I like knew, that. I was going to bring that up. I, I don't really care for country too much, but oh, okay. you know there is. Funny enough, um, I like. Honky, I mean, I like honky tonk, but you know. Have you ever heard a song and you don't like how the original artist sings it, but you hear somebody do a cover of it and the cover blows away the original? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. That's. I mean that's. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of country songs that. Are done by other people who are not country artists that I that I really oh, love. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. But yeah, not uh, country is not my thing. Well, that's all right. So you won't be bringing us a country record. Uh, well, anytime. there's a difference uh, between no. modern country, like the country 
There's country music that is, you know, the classic. I mean, it, do, you, do you consider Johnny Cash country? Because then, yeah, sure. I mean, I do like sure. that. Of course he is. And then I, I do like, uh, oh gosh, um, Patsy Cline. Of is course. that considered to be country? Absolutely. Yeah, country. Okay, well, then I, yeah. I, like, I like Patsy Cline. Yeah. No, then, yeah. You know, I guess I'm, maybe I pick and choose you well, know, yeah. particular well, artists that I don't I don't enjoy the, the the genre as a whole. The um the backing band for Ernest Tubb, the the country singer Ernest Tubb, the uh, Texas Troubadours, uh, their music appears quite often on our show during the intro because it's it's Western swing and it just is perfect show opening music and. Um, <laughs> It, uh, I, 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 I always go for it when I'm looking for, you know, I need something to go underneath here that's got that sound, and it's just, it's always the Texas Troubadours. So, um, all right, well, Camila, thank you so much. Yeah, for it was coming. great. Once again, once again, bringing us, you know, getting us something out of our we would not, we would not have, no one else would have brought this to us. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. No. Think. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it's something different. Yeah. I'm glad it, it uh, put you out of your comfort zone. You heard something that you probably would have not listened yeah. to yeah. Not, not willingly well my son <laughs> I enjoyed it though I my, really did enjoy it my though. son Henry he's a big fan of um, this character called MF Doom and so um, MF Doom is a this English rapper but who was grew up in Long Island and he was yes. um, he has he hit me to MF Doom who is lyrically and just an amazing performer and uh so we've been listening to a little bit of that and then my daughter was hitting us up with when she was uh, uh, uh with um various artists this song called um i'm a cow who's i'm a cow by oh my god let me let me give me a second here you're a what senior moment grandpa's no, ever seen a doja cat that this woman named doja cat, oh, doja cat. yeah 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 and good, so actually. we watched the i'm a cow video and then we watched the genius genius actually has videos where the artists talk about the lyrics and doja cat came on to talk about i'm a cow and it was just as good as the videos so um i do have some exposure via my children and um, they're pretty good filters, so I, I always assume that what they bring is going to be entertaining and good, and it has been. Nice. My daughter's does, basically does they've been listening to Taylor Swift nonstop for the past couple. <laughs> that's <weeks>. fine. Doesn't <laughs> MF Doom? Um, uh, doesn't he um, perform with with? Isn't he one of these guys who performs with a mask? He's yeah. got a mask on, and he's um he's got a video. I guess his most. Um, this video called Governor G U V N O R um, is this Governor? Gov- yeah, Governor. yeah, I'm not gonna try. Yeah, I'm not. I don't try attempt to um, make him. You know, make myself sound any stupider and than Ruby. I do. Exactly. And Ruby doesn't do English accents. So. No. And uh, so the song Governor has got an incredible video that goes with it. So that was what Henry he said. You should watch this. This is really really cool. So. Um, All right. Well, yeah. good. Props to Henry. All right. Thank you so much, Camilla. And uh, next week we have our good friend Dan Bonebreak is returning, and he's bringing us <laughs> Barry. Are you ready for this? I know. The Lemonheads. It's a shame about Ray, but it actually is a really good record. Yeah, no. And, uh, an iconic record of its well, time for sure. Well, last week's, I, I, last week's I guest. Concert, the Lemonheads. They were pretty good. Nice. Yeah, and last week's guest. Uh, is the drummer for the, the, the current drummer, drummer from the, uh, Todd Phillips the is the drummer for so the Lemonheads. 
it's all uh, part of the rock and roll circle of life. Uh, so that's next week. Don't forget to uh, follow us and to share us. Share us with your friends. You know, share. Yeah, sharing is important. With your less cool friends, so it'll make them a little cooler. Now share and, uh, it with your cooler friends. Don't there share it with your less cool friends. Well, but they're already cool. If they listen to the show, then they're cool, so their mm, friends are less cool. Maybe not. Maybe we're not that cool. Maybe we need to get um, introduced to cooler people. Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, you want to go uh, to our Facebook. Um, that Facebook group got me high. Some of, well, right. some of our some of our patrons made a, a bingo card that oh, yeah. you could print out and you could actually uh, play a bingo when you listen to the episode and all the stupid things we say you could cross them out and, and, and stupid things we say and do yeah <laughs> right so that's fun Robin Barry thank you very much for having me on here and Camilo, it was a, awesome. a pleasure always great having you don't forget to go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh and uh, you could become a patron of the show we would really appreciate it thanks again Camila it was great having you and uh, once again that is Barry Stock that is Rob Elba we are That Record Got Me High we'll see you guys next week <laughs>